0: Alright, Plus Nation assembling early this morning. Lots of folks already in the chat room and I certainly appreciate that. Welcome, it is great to have you here this Monday morning and boy what a week the Warriors got in front of them. If they win tonight and if they lose tonight this week, ain't going to last very long. Ooh, big basketball game in LA tonight. Good morning to you, sip of coffee and we'll be underway. Uh, Steph needs to take matters into his own hands tonight. I mean, that's just the only way to really look at this. Um, It feels like Clay and Draymond and to some really odd extent Jordan Poole are all comfortable or allowed to be selfish at times. It's time for Steph Curry to get selfish, basically tell his teammates, I'm going to put you in pick and roll. Uh, Let me do my thing. Get the fuck out of the way. That's what Steph needs to do tonight. Steph needs to be a little selfish tonight. He, you know, if team basketball ain't working, there's only one man who wears a Superman cape on this team. All due respect to Klay Thompson and Draymond Green and everybody else who's had a good game in a Warrior uniform, Steph freaking Curry. That's the path forward. That's it. That's it. Now, he averaged 33.7 points per game in the first round. He is down to 23 points per game here in the second. That has an awful lot to do with some really good Lakers defense, some really bad execution on the Golden State Warriors part, and the fact that Darvin Ham has done a really nice job sort of pushing the Warriors off that three point line, and he's not pushing him to the half court line. He's pushing him to the rim, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Curry, he's got to shake loose, get loose, get to the rim, give up the body. You're in Hollywood. So if you got to flail, if you got to scream, if you got to act, if you got to grow a little nanny goat, you know, chinny chin, chin chin beard a little bit longer out, so when you throw it up, it's obvious, do that. Do that. Getting to the line needs to happen for the Golden State Warriors tonight. And what I absolutely summarily reject is that, look, the Warriors do shoot a lot of jump shots. We get that. And they take threes. We get that. But they are going to the rim. They are going to the rim. And I'm watching Steph Curry get batted around like bowling pins where he's laying around. And no call. No call. The Warriors are taking the attack to the rim. They are going in the paint. If they're not, how is Anthony Davis averaging like four blocks a game in this series? He's doing that at the rim. The Warriors are going to the rim. And so a little more down the middle officiating wouldn't be a bad thing. And I'm not, look, I'm not blaming refs. I'm not blaming refs, but I'm just going to say it straight up. I said this on the post-game emergency show that we did uh, on, on Saturday night. The Lakers aren't going to lose a game when they get all the calls, when they get two superstars completely playing up to their billing while the other opponent is getting sloppy. The, the, the Golden State Warriors can blame themselves. Warriors fans should look at that team turning the ball over as often as they did and complain about that more than any level of officiating. Warriors aren't responsible for how a game is officiated. And look, the NBA doesn't fix games, but there's no doubt games are altered by the officials that call them. And we've had two games where officials have given at one point in time a 17 to 0 free throw ratio to the Golden State Warriors or to the Lakers over the Warriors. I mean that that the the, the series altering official is working tonight. Scott Foster's out there. Scott Foster, the extender. You know, whenever a team is down, Scott Foster, his phone rings if the series wants to get extended. So hopefully that is a help for the Golden State Warriors. They certainly haven't been helped by a drop of officiating yet. And if the Lakers, specifically if Anthony Davis, is allowed to just go to the rim straight through anyone's chest that he sees and either get a bucket or free throws out of it just it's an endless parade of Anthony Davis at the free throw line and he goes crashing into people just all willy-nilly and it you know it, you know is that a charge is it a block it, it, it ha- hasn't been a charge yet not once not on Anthony Davis maybe maybe he got called for one but that's it so look it is time. It is time for the Golden State Warriors to start playing with a little more... Uh, what? You're in Hollywood. Act. Get to the line. Learn how to get there. You got to get there tonight. Or you got to sit. quit sending the, the Lakers there. Like, it's your job. Quit turning the ball over. This goes back to stepping on their own dicks. Do less of that. It's official analysis. Look, we'll get into the anatomy of Game 3 where it went wrong and some adjustments that the Warriors need to do tonight. But if you're thinking about what you're going to do to adjust your lunch from not very good to delicious, that guy right there, he can help you out. This is like the Scott Foster of sandwiches. You send in Ike, and all of a sudden, your lunch is going to get delicious. There you go. Who else is doing promos for you like that, Ike? Anyone ever call you the Scott Foster of sandwiches before? I don't even know if he likes that. Probably not, to be totally honest with you. Forget about that. It's just a delicious sandwich. Which sandwich is delicious? Try all of them. Anything you might want, any picadillo you might have, and uh, how you want your sandwich made, not made, do this, don't do that. They'll do it. Get it your way. Ike's, freaking delicious. And speaking of freaking delicious, did you make your cocktails with a little blackened whiskey? I got people reaching out to me. Postman, a buddy of yours said he was hanging out with you this weekend. You had just picked up a bottle of Blackened, and that sucker's almost gone now. I hope you had a great weekend, man. You and your friend, who was nice enough to reach out, saying that he really, really enjoyed the show, sent a nice little message over on uh, on on uh, on the, the YouTube chat. I certainly do appreciate that. Look, we will get into what you're chatting about when we get to Club Plus today. I can promise you all that. It's right around the corner. Um, But look, got to look backwards before you look forwards, right? So game three, the Lakers, first of all, opened up on an 11-4 run. That can't happen tonight. That shouldn't happen tonight because you're not going to have Klay Thompson just going, you know, dropping 11 before he sits down just hotter than a pistol because he sort of cooled off at the end of that game. D'Angelo Russell, you got to keep that guy in check. You can't let him be that third Laker who's just getting everything he wants because LeBron and basically AD are getting everything they want. Can't have D'Angelo Russell sign up for that too. You just can't. Um, the Warriors though go on an 18 to four run at the end of that first quarter of Game Three. They led by seven, and you actually started thinking like, oh, this is going well. Nice, you know, all things, even though it wasn't a great start out of the gate. By the time they came around that you know that 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 fourth turn, for the back stretch of that first quarter, things were looking good for the Warriors. LeBron James, in his first dozen minutes of play, hadn't even taken a shot. When he missed his first shot, uh, th- the game is still tied around forty-two. So even though it was kind of a good start, that was a first warning sign. Like LeBron's not even scoring yet, and this is a tie game. And then all the flow that got the Warriors into that 18-4 run just completely vanished. The Lakers slowed the game down. The Warriors helped the Lakers slow the game down with bad choices and bad decisions. You got Draymond getting a tech for arguing. That just, you, stop it. Again, free throws. Stop Stop it. Just play defense and shut your mouth. Oh, but Draymond's got to fire himself up. Yeah, you know it would be a lot more easy to fire yourself up if the series is tied 2-2. That, that that'd be a lot easier to fire yourself up if that's happening. All the flow of the first quarter, second half of the first quarter, anyways, gets sucked right out of that game. The Warriors with eight turnovers in the second quarter alone of game three. They spend most of the second quarter going right back to the bad habits that embarrass them pretty much when you looked at them on the road, just just playing out of sync basketball. You know, Kerr has said it over and over again. Connectivity. They're not connected. Well, Get yourself connected. I think that's a song. And, uh, and you get yourself connected. And tumble, you my fall. Tumble, you fall. That, that, that song. I'll spare the rest of it. So, you know, you got Curry, Wiggins, and Clay all in low double figures at halftime. No one else is really doing anything. And that's the way the game was. You had B-minus performances from Curry, Wiggins, and Clay Thompson while everybody else was basically failing the test. Uh, I think we get Jermichael Green out of the lineup tonight. That gimmick worked once, didn't really work again, so that, 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 that needs to kind of go away. Um, go small ball, go pick and roll. That's what the Warriors do whenever they get in trouble, and then it seems like, oh, they're no longer in trouble, so they go away from what's working. Stop going away from what's working in a series. And I don't believe there's momentum really in between games, but there's certainly momentum within a game. Stick with what gets you momentum in a game. And if the pick and roll does that, go with it, stay with it, do it tonight, do it early, often, and then stay with it while you're trying to eliminate the Lakers. Or you're going to find yourself eliminated. Curry, again, you know, was a bad performance, really was. Turnover on the second possession of the third quarter, 13th turnover of that game to that point. Anthony Davis actually gets a charge on Draymond. It's a 50-50 play. Kerr challenges it, lose that, so that's four on Draymond. Draymond picks up his fifth foul, not even a moment or two after that. Draymond's got to stay out of foul trouble tonight. Got to happen, got to have that um anthony davis is just going right up everyone's chest and if he's going up everyone's chest and either getting a bucket or to the free throw line i suggest just getting out of the way like that doesn't sound like the best defense in the world right sounds like you're kind of giving up but it's not stop giving this guy extra opportunities to beat you let him miss a shot Wiggins threw down the only highlight of the game a Mama Chewbacca dunk after Davis blocked a Curry layup. Again, Curry layup, Curry layup. The Warriors are going to the rim, but are not going to the free throw line in games one and three of this series. Um, That cut the lead to 12, but then as soon as that happened, the Lakers get it right back to 18. LeBron, who doesn't sustain it for four quarters anymore, but can have a four or five minute stretch where he just completely takes over a game on the defensive end, his Full powers are on display during a 10-0 Lakers run. It's an 18-point Lakers lead after three quarters. They got 33 free throw attempts through three quarters. 25 more than the Warriors. I don't care who they're playing. I'm not not even talking about a Warriors game. Any single time the Lakers get to shoot 25 more free throws than their opponent, they're going to win. Anytime uh, the Washington Wizards get 25 more free throws than their opponent, they're they're probably going to win. That's just the way it goes. You know, unless the Warriors have one of those, ah, you know what, they shot 43s tonight and they made 23 of them. You know, unless they're over 50% from downtown, you can't make that up. You really can't. So. Just a huge game tonight. You know, a lot of people are saying it's a must-win. Certainly feels like a must-win because you don't want to be down 3-1 to even though you'd be coming home Wednesday night to Chase Center, but you just don't want to be in that situation. This sucker has to, for the Warriors, get tied up tonight, and then they have to go up 3-2 to with a win at home on Wednesday. The Warriors need to win two games in a row starting tonight. I know that. You know that. They know that. The NBA knows that. Hopefully Scott Foster knows that as well. coffee's good this morning thank you for asking little other nba news for you here before we get into bigger things that some people may be offended by i don't give a shit we're going to talk for real here on the plus we don't have to worry about anything we're doing our own little thing uh if you're offended by this why are you watching it in the first place uh, if you do get offended by it, you can officially uh, send your uh, "I'm offended" emails to www one gives a fuck what you thought in the first place because that's officially who I'm working for now. So you know they, they, they let the HR department that doesn't exist deal with some honesty we're about to drop on you here. But um, some NBA news: the Sixers are back from the dead. As Harden hit an overtime game winner, that was a great game. That was a lot of of fun. The Heat can all but kill the Knicks tonight with a 3-1 series lead. That game starts before the Warriors go off. Oh, you know what? I even prepared this lovingly uh, here for your ticker. There you go. This is everything you need to know tonight. We got two games. Uh, Oh, no, wait. I I did not get that one. Uh, Did did I? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, Oh, I screwed it up. I forgot to hit save. Sorry. Never mind. We'll, we'll we'll not do that ticker tonight. Here you go. You get a nice little generic ticker saying, "Hey, subscribe, like, listen. We really appreciate it." Uh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker is scoring from all three levels with the efficiency of an at the rim center. I mean, he he's been amazing so far in the playoffs he really has been man Devin Booker's amazing uh let's just say the other thing that everyone was kind of talking about uh in the NBA this weekend was the whole uh Jokic shoving the Suns new owner that whole thing let me tell you this whole league has gone straight up full pussy if that if 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 Jokic gets suspended that's ridiculous that's absolutely ridiculous. That shouldn't happen. The Suns owner needs to learn how to sit in a courtside seat. By the way, improve your courtside seat. You just bought the team. Get somewhere mid-court, for God's sake, way in the corner. Unless that's the seat he prefers, I don't know. But Jokic shouldn't be suspended. The Suns owner doesn't need any discipline. Everybody needs to calm down. Can we get just a little, just, just rational thought applied to anything in sports, or does it have to be the most breathless outrage of all time for everything it's it's ridiculous. The timeline this weekend was basically full of two baseball happenings. Let's start with the really sad one. Rest in peace to Vita Blue. Rest in peace to Vita Blue. Way too young to have left us, but he passed away over the weekend. And all you got to do is look at all the Facebook posts. All you got to do is look at all the Twitter posts. All you got to do is look at how many people basically essentially posted the exact same thing the exact same thing over and over again and it basically everyone's twitter timeline sounded like this you know i got to meet vita blue once and he was funny and he was engaging and he made me feel special and what a great guy i saw that story 200 different times from 200 different people, from all walks of life, from every generation of baseball fans, little kids, older kids, adults, grandparents. Everybody had a, I met Vita Blue. What a great guy he was in the moment that I met him. Thanks to a couple of uh, situations that put me around Vita, I got a couple of really funny Vita Blue stories I think the funniest of which is when he really kind of hit all over my wife at a guardsman sports auction. And then he found out that Jillian was married to me. And he's like, damn, how'd you do that, Damon? The other Vita Blue story that was just, to me, is my favorite Vita Blue story that is just magical. There was one day where it was like, you know, this was a long time ago. You know, KNBR at the park day. So as a host on KNBR at the time, I am there. There are people from the station. We get to take a little batting practice off of Vita Blue. You know, pick up a helmet, get in the cage with the bat, and Vita's out there behind an L screen, and he's just kind of, you know, he's being really nice. He's soft tossing. He's letting everyone get a hit off of him eventually after he throws a few past, you know, he'll throw a couple past you, and then he'll give you a couple gimmies. Well, I don't know. I step into the box, and I've never been a good hitter ever. Vita Blue throws me kind of a lollipop that I just absolutely pull right on down the left field line for what would be even a stand-up double for my fat ass. And Vita looks at me, and I look back at him, and I give him like the one, you know, kind of like, hey, welcome to my kitchen. You know, you know I, I give Vita a little look that says, look what I just did off you. And then in the other 10 pitches that Vita threw to me, I didn't make contact, but fouling off one of them. (laughs) He's like, enough of that, son. Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome to actually get some smoke from Vita Blue, who was, you know, in his early 60s at the time that's happening, late 50s, and he's up there just throwing, you know, 12-6 curveballs at me, and one or two on the inside corner that actually had some smoke on them. I didn't make contact the rest of that at bat. It was awesome. It really was. By the way, a little more baseball for you. We'll uh, let you know that the Nationals are in town. Washington uh, is here. They're not a very good team. The Brewers are a pretty good team. The Giants took two or three off of them in a series that no one could love because they are the two worst teams in baseball. The A's actually won a series for the first time this year, but that's not what anyone's talking about in terms of what happened for the A's in Kansas City over the weekend. And that brings us to Glenn Kuyper. And again, if you're easily offended, you need to go fuck off right now. So I'm not here to tell you how you should feel about anything. First of all, let me get something perfectly straight. I don't care how you feel about anything. Your feelings don't affect my feelings. So whether you're, you know, you you want to give Glenn a little grace or you want Glenn, you know, pilloried to the point where he's fired and never works again, that says more about you than it does Glenn Kuyper. God forbid you ever make a mistake. And Glenn, look, he made a terrible mistake. He made a terrible mistake. But I do believe it was a mistake. You know, I, I, I'll say this. I guarantee you I know Glenn Kuyper than most of you. And I don't claim to know Glenn well. We don't have phone calls together. We don't go out to dinner together. But I've been around enough Glenn Kuyper in my life to always have a good feeling about Glenn. Well, Damon, you know, you're not black, so uh, he never uh, dropped any racism on you. Look at it this way. If you think Dave Stewart and Shooty Babbitt would be comfortable working around the out-and-out races for the better part of 20 years, you're a straight-up sucker. You really are. I'm going to tell you right now, black people are handling this situation with more dignity and grace than most white people out there are, you virtue-signaling fuckers. You're pathetic. You're absolutely pathetic. Are you offended by the word? Good. You should be. It's a word. Move on. Stiff upper lip it for something just once in your life. Black people are handling this with more grace and dignity than half the white people I see reacting to this. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I've got some other things to say. I saw the video. We all did. I have since seen a second video from the pandemic because they're going over, uh, you know, cutouts in the stands. And Glenn Kuyper was talking about the Negro Leagues. And he slipped up and said the other word when he was doing that, and this was a few years ago, but maybe it was because of the pandemic, I don't know, but everyone's got their receipts now on Glenn Kuiper, and they're trying to prove that he's some bad guy or something like that. Um, let me tell you a, a little bit about something uh, when it comes to talking for a living. Another topic that I probably know more than most about. And I'm not trying to excuse Glenn. Look, Glenn deserves the suspension that he's serving right now. That is how bad that word is. You can't say it even under I screwed up circumstances. You can't. But there are some words that some people who speak for a living just cannot say. You know what one of mine is? (laughs) Anonymity. Anonymity. Anonymity is a word that I stumble over to the fact where if there were a racial connotation to the word anonymity, anonymity, I wouldn't even say it. So, Glenn, little personal advice from me to you. Don't say the word Negro ever again. Whether you're talking about the Negro League, that's the only time you're allowed to say the word Negro is when you're talking about the Negro Leagues. Me, as someone who has said, a white man, the word Negro Leagues into a microphone, I hit the knee in Negro like I am about to talk about an ACL injury. I think he went into it and he went in with a "nuh." And if you don't come in with a knee, and you come in with a nuh, you might land on it funny. And that's what I really think happened. More than, you know, oh, well, you can tell that ain't the first time he's ever said that word. Fuck you! You've said it too! We're going to pretend this virtue signaling like, oh, I've never used that word. Oh, what, are you not omnipresent in pop culture? You never listened to an NWA tape? You never sung along with a Drake song? You never, come on. The word is everywhere. The word is everywhere. It is offensive when it comes out of a white person's mouth. My friend, the official brother of the Damon Bruce show years ago said, here's a real simple rule. Here's the deal. When it comes to the N word, don't say it. Take the deal. Uh, that's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. But I'm going to tell you right now, that word happens in my mind because I sing along to songs that you know. I'm I, I'm a, I'm aware of the word. I've used it. I've used it in punchlines. I've used it in it. it, it, it we, you've used it. Everyone's used the word. So this whole oh man, listen to how easily it came out of his mouth. That ain't the first time he said the word "all of you." All of you. It ain't gonna be the first time you said the word. The next time you say it either. Straight up, let's be real. Let's be. Are we done clowning around? Are we done swimming around in a kiddie end of the pool? Can we go over here where the adults are talking? Let's be honest. Is it offensive? It sure is. Don't say it. Take the deal. Personally, what I can't believe is that the word Negro is still even in circulation. That's the original N-word. That one, right there. That's the original N-word. I'm surprised that it's still being used in any capacity, by any museum. But Glenn stumbled over that and I think he should serve his suspension and then be allowed back. And I promise you, because you can't sneak an overt or even a subvert racist past the city of Oakland, shame on you if you think that that could actually happen. That's just ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. I guarantee you, if you pulled nothing but. African-American A's fans. Should Glenn Kuiper be allowed back, he'd be allowed back by a 90% vote. The man who runs the Negro League Museum, Dave Stewart, said, I know this man. This is not a racist man. So if it's good enough for Dave Stewart and the man who is the curator of the museum Shouldn't it be good enough for you too? Especially if you're just some twenty something white fucker who's just virtue signaling his ass off on Twitter for the likes. Fuck you. People sensitivities piss me off. I'll say this about Glenn. He shouldn't order a Negroni anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, you got to have a sense of humor in life, man. Right? Don't order any Negronis. Don't do it. Just stay away. Just stay away from that word. He obviously has trouble with it. And I'm speaking publicly, not anonym, 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 anonymously. I'm not doing that right now. There are certain words that even broadcasters stumble over. That seems to be his. Oh, by the way, he should have also gone to Oklahoma City Joe's. Much better than Arthur Bryant's. Much better. So everyone just needs to calm down. Just serious. Don't we have enough shit in the world going on? Glenn Kuyper is now your go-to example of oppression? That's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He deserves to be suspended. That's how much he screwed this up. Let me also just say this, too. Is there any doubt that the people who are working on A's baseball are the least of the producers available? Look, I'm not trying to insult anybody here, but was that pre-taped? Like, did they actually have time to look at that and go to air with it, or did that actually happen live? I don't even know. Normally, those little setup scene scene setters are pre-taped. They're pre-taped. And if they let that go, how bad is everyone around that at that job? I'm gonna tell you, Dallas Braden was just on autopilot. He sat there, he didn't even move, he didn't even hear it, he wasn't even listening. I mean, it's it's an unfortunate situation. One that I can promise you he feels bad about, not because he got caught, but because he was offensive in that moment and May I suggest just a little bit of grace? The people who are saying, well, when someone shows you who they really are, believe them. Go fuck yourself. I can't tell you. By the way, that's white people saying that. It's just like a whole bunch of white guys. When someone shows you who they really are, believe. stop it. Stop it. He clearly misspoke. Do you think he was on a career suicide mission that day? Do you think he wanted that word on the broadcast? Do you think he was going for that? Oh, well, he just must use it so casually in his free time that it just stumbled right out. No, I don't think so. Again, you don't know the guy. I do. I don't claim to know him well. I haven't actually seen Glenn since the pandemic started, to be honest with you. But every time I've ever been around him, he sure is someone who doesn't seem like he's got a bad bone in his body. Get it to a little house credit with me. Maybe consider giving it to them your, yourself even. So there we go. Today's show was not for the easily offended. Go ahead and try to get me fired from the plus. I dare you. <laughs> if any of this offended you. Wouldn't it be something if I fired myself? Damon, I didn't like that show today. I'll send like a really stern letter to myself and my HR department, which is essentially Jillian. Jillian's like, Damon, you've been indefinitely suspended. (laughs) What I do know is that this world could use a little, little grace, a little love. We can all get together. I can tell you that every single person i don't care who you are what your background is you are welcome here you are welcome to join this conversation at all times the only people who i have any contempt for are the deaf i'm just kidding but really i mean you're not going to subscribe to the podcast at that point probably not watching now if you look if you're deaf i love you but uh it's just amazing how How, just quickly, everyone wants to jump all over the worst moment in somebody's life and use it to define them for the rest of their lives and careers. Oh, now we know who you really are because you misspoke. (sighs) Warriors got to get it together tonight. Warriors really need this one in L.A. tonight. It should be a hell of a game in L.A. tonight. A's will get out of the way. They're at the Yankees. I'm sure that'll go just swimmingly for Oakland. Uh, The Giants will be going pretty much the same time the Warriors get going, so you got a little something on the flip back. I'm going to get going uh, here on YouTube probably when this game ends tonight, so we might have another emergency sesh right here. But in the meantime, I thank you so much for listening. I want you to go ahead and join me in Club Plus, which is about to begin right here and right now. But I must let you know that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, he's gone.